0: Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app That helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content. But you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app breadbox
1: Praised be Jesus Christ
2: now and forever I'm Alexandra Sullivan and
1: I'm Father Connolly
2: Welcome to Raising Saints Helping Kids Hear God's Voice
1: We're a priest and a mom who are eager to do our best to answer kids' questions about God, the church, the faith, and more. Most importantly, to help them to grow in their relationship with God and ultimately hear His voice. Happy Thanksgiving! Almost.
2: (laughs) Almost. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
2: I'm good. So we are gearing up for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Let's start with a prayer. Getting the
1: stretchy pants out.
2: Stretchy pants. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary. Holy Mary. Mother Mother of of God. God. Pray pray for for us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. From the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Stretch your pants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just kidding. I totally don't do that.
2: Yes, you do. Everybody <laughs> everybody in America does that. So I'm cooking during Thanksgiving dinner, but it's just us and the grandparents. Nice. Right? And you are with your family? Yeah.
1: Mom, and Dad, nice. Johnny, Officer Brian's got to work. Yep. So maybe say an extra prayer on Thanksgiving for your local police department and Thanksgiving that they're working, keeping you safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he can stop in for some dinner, but um,
2: yeah. And also Peyton, the dog will be there. Oh, well, begging of course. For, <laughs> for Turkey. <laughs> Peyton.
1: Yeah. So
2: we just want to do a quick episode today and go with some Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. I think there's a lot of negativity in our world right now. Uh, And not to put that on anyone else but ourselves. I know I have been um, a source of it, complaining and and moaning and groaning.
2: You're Debbie Downer.
1: Um, Yeah, wah, wah. (laughs) But then I think, are we really setting a great example for our kids? You know, uh, and I don't think we are. It's certainly natural to not like this year. That seems to be a refrain um, amongst most of us, right? Mm-hmm. And, oh, 2020. Can't wait till it's over. You know? Right. Okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, God is good all the time. Yes. Even in 2020.
2: Even in 2020.
1: At every moment. Yes. And there's so much to be grateful for. So, why don't we just talk a little bit about... What we are grateful for in 2020. Let's flip the script here and uh, turn the narrative <laughs> from a negative to a positive. Let's do it. And um, there's so much to be grateful for. So what are you grateful for specifically this year?
2: Specifically this year. Well, I actually have quite an extensive list. All right. But, um, I, well, so the timing of COVID was really interesting for our family because we had a whole bunch of um, we were juggling a whole bunch of balls in the air without getting too specific. Um, And it seemed like the stress was really overwhelming back in the, in the winter and January, February timeframe. And we had some big decisions to make and COVID struck. And of course it's devastating. However, it did relieve some of the stress of the things that we had Mm -hmm to make decisions on and in fact um, resolve things in a way that was better than we could have imagined. So that alone for mm. us um, as a family, as a couple and whatnot, um, was huge, you know? Yeah. So um, it 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 had been something we were preying on. We, we needed a couple of decisions to be made. And then the decisions didn't have to be made anymore, which was like, such an answer to prayer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of my first ones. So now you go.
1: Okay. The first thing that comes to mind for me is that I'm grateful for my health, right? And and the health of my, my family. Um, as a priest, you have a unique perspective on people's lives and see things that not everyone gets to see. So um, let me just share with you that While I do think perhaps we have a tendency to overemphasize, perhaps exaggerate things in the media, on the news, um, whereas things can at times be overblown. Nevertheless, it's real. Mm -hmm. You know, coronavirus is real. And um, in fact, I celebrated some funerals and and burials of folks who died from it. um, It just that gives you a lot of perspective to say, First and foremost, God, thank you for for uh, giving me health, mind, body, and soul. Um, help me to always live well and appreciate the gift of my life that you've given me. So I'm grateful for my health and um, and uh, the health of my loved ones.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we've been uh, very safe and and healthy here as well. And there've been a few instances where you know you any of us, either of us have, you know, maybe been exposed or someone we knew was exposed. And so could we be exposed and that kind of thing, especially in this fall time period, there's been a a couple of those. Um, and luckily each time it turned out to be like a negative situation in which case, you know, the person who did have it, um, did not pass it on to, to other people. So that's been a great blessing as well. So, so health, um, and then I would say, as you know, my kids are home,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? And so we opted to... Yeah, I can't hear
1: them screaming from the school building like they usually do.
2: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could hear them screaming in the house right now, though. <laughs> so that, that's not <laughs> the easiest thing. But we did opt to homeschool this year. And though we miss our school and our school community, it's been quite a blessing being home together. So, yeah. yeah. In fact, I was just telling you, we had this conversation just this week. <laughs> what are you throwing? Leaves. <laughs> We're sitting outside on my deck and he's throwing leaves. <laughs> um, Samantha said something, you know, she's 10. So she mm-hmm. says, i mean, like, I hate COVID. Well, okay. We all hate COVID. Word. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did make mention that like, well, Right now, it's the middle of the day. You would normally be in, I don't know, gym class. Where would you be right now? And we're home and we're all together and we're having a nice time. So it's something we would not have been able to do in regular time. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that's spot on. It's definitely um, the the time you've been given as a family to be together and learn together and and. Uh, it's kind of like getting back to our roots as humans, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. Thank God for our schools and all, but right. ultimately that came from the family. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, part of what we're seeing this year, God willing, is kind of a, a renaissance, a, a, an adjornamento, as the church might say. <laughs> I don't of, know that of word. The family. Oh, that's the the big word from the Second Vatican Council that was the goal of the Holy Father to accomplish an aggiornamento, which is kind of a a revitalization, uh, you know, a, a new a new fervor, a new zeal. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I, maybe maybe we're seeing that in the family unit, uh, and that's a beautiful thing too.
2: Yeah, well, it certainly has been. Um, we've had an opportunity for conversations that probably we would we wouldn't have had. Um, especially faith-based conversations, which have come up and we've been able to go down those rabbit holes and mm. spend time um, that it, it probably wouldn't have even come up otherwise. Yeah. Um, so definitely that's been a big thing here, um, especially as 10 years old, you know, it starts to be middle school age and yeah. tougher questions. And we're able to have those questions happen here, which I'm, I'm grateful for. Yeah. so. else
1: i'm grateful for the lessons that i have learned specifically this year uh and one in particular that i want to share um it's sort of cliche you can get it off any throw pillow or coffee mug on etsy but um (laughs) this should be good just to be bold Mm -hmm. be courageous okay that's not something i'm naturally inclined toward no um at least I don't think so. I'm not being bashful or, or falsely humble here or anything like that. I, I think I might aspire to to things, but then become sort of timid about it. Mm-hmm. This year really forced me to to come out of that shell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to say I'm gonna. I'm gonna do something here, you know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take action. I'm gonna go outside my comfort zone, um, and certainly God has given me many, many opportunities to uh, to go beyond my comfort zone. But I think I've somehow usually found ways <laughs> to do that within a new. I mean, if that makes any sense, a new comfort, like uh, kind of maybe. Not going all out, yeah, you know, holding something back so that I'm not completely vulnerable or, uh-huh. um, if that makes any sense. Sure. But, uh, this year, you know, I, I'm thinking in particular about, um, efforts to, to go and and uh, minister to people in hospitals and yeah. nursing homes and, yeah, and, um, uh, not a lot of that actually happened. And, right. And that's another conversation, you know, just, unfortunate response of uh, of various institutions mm-hmm. and all but um nevertheless i very much heard god's voice um speaking to me loud and clear saying that, right. what are you what are you going to do about this right you right now right. um don't sit and wait just you know and and the real question is what have i got to lose right if if you have the Lord on your side, if you know that you are attempting to do what He wants you to do, you have absolutely nothing to lose. Right. So, a lesson that I've learned in 2020, um, in a in a new way. Maybe it's something that has been taught to me before. Maybe I haven't internalized it yet, mm-hmm. but learned in in a new way this year. Be bold. Be courageous. Um, you know, go. I think of also. Think of King David, mm-hmm. some little shepherd kid. <laughs> you know, all his older brothers, the big, strong, athletic ones. And um, that's not who God wanted. He right. chose David.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he took down Goliath. Yeah. Because God was with him. Right. And no matter what opponent we might face, this right now is a a pandemic and not just the virus itself right but all that ensues then in the culture and in politics and in um interpersonal interactions and all of it right mm-hmm. it can seem insurmountable but the question is then well what are you going to do about it are you going to just shy away and be timid mm-hmm. or will you will you step up and do something and right. uh if again if you got god on your side what can you possibly lose yeah so I'm grateful for that lesson to be bold be courageous
2: you know there's a a quote and i i want to attribute it to mother teresa you say so so good I'm idea like, i'm 95% sure it's hers but the quote is god doesn't call us to be successful he calls us to be faithful mm. and i think that's what you're getting at right so you in some way, you you stepped out of your comfort zone. You did this thing that you felt like God was calling you to. Did it work out perfectly? No. Um. But no,
1: well, not according to my plan.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. so, in our in our version of success, maybe right. it didn't work out. But what you did was you followed what God asked you to do, and you did so faithfully. And that type of lesson is the success mm. in that sort of situation. and even there.
1: Still learning, you know. As I look back on things that I could have done differently, but mm-hmm. I didn't, because maybe again I was kind of just being a little too timid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. In the future, no. Whatever the situation might be, there will always be God. God forbid it's coronavirus again, or some other um, illness or disease or what have you, but. Um, there will always be something.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what.
1: That's what life has. To, you know, when you get to my age, you yes, have all very these years of <laughs> age,
2: full but, of wisdom but and.
1: But I've already learned in this short time. Right. There will always be something to make life tough. Yes. Um, if anyone ever says otherwise, they're yeah. fooling them themselves. Really, because right. it's just not true. But um, so for next time, whatever the challenge might be i pray that i'll remember what i've learned this year
2: yeah and it's very important that you learn things quickly because <laughs> there's not that many of you guys i feel like <laughs> i feel like you need like a trial by fire kind of situation to get you ready to well to take on a bunch of that sure is future situations what i've had <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i uh i'm often saying one day within Saint Columba's courts is more than a thousand elsewhere.
2: <laughs> I, I can see. I that. was ordained
1: and assigned to Saint Columba in Hopewell Junction. I felt like a character in Footloose. Beaumont? <laughs> Where the heck is Beaumont? Where the heck is Hopewell Junction? Stop Who's it. ever heard of that place? Come on. And thinking, you know, this quiet little. Country Parish. Oh,
2: please.
1: Not even close.
2: You did not think that. <laughs> I did. Really? I did. The
1: one association I had with Hopewell Junction you was never left Westchester. Uh, a priest that I had known who was reassigned and he was assigned to St. Dennis Parish. And um, I remember thinking, he's he's where? <laughs> Hopewell Junction. Oh, my gosh. I, for, for all I knew, it could have been Niagara. Oh, or, my you gosh. Know, I, I didn't know. So, anyway. <laughs> yes. Trial by fire indeed. But mm-hmm. God has uh, been teaching me many lessons. I haven't always listened to them, but, but I'm very grateful to him that uh, he's taught me so many valuable things um, this year that I hope mm-hmm. to hold on to. Wonderful. What about you? What's another one?
2: What's another one? Um, what is another one? So trust, trusting God. Has been a big lesson, a personal lesson for me. Um, when it came to making this decision for homeschool, you remember, like I would tell you, we agonized over this. Yes. If anyone is listening from the school, wasn't an, an easy decision, right? Um, we're very active there, and and we love our kids going there. Um, but something just in my heart told me that the place. For them, this year would be home, um, but it took a long time to come to that decision. And all summer, um, even from the springtime when we first went remote, um, we were we were planning two things: we were planning remote school and we were planning homeschool simultaneously. And I literally had to say to God, "Like, I don't know which one you want, and if you want one over the other." you've got to make it happen because I, I don't know what the answer is. And eventually he got us to here. So, um, so I learned a bit of trust and um, also some abandonment to, Mm. to his authority to not trying to um, make the decision or push, push the decision that I thought was the right one. So, um, so yeah, so that was, that was a big lesson for me and here we are. So I can only surmise that this was what he wanted, you know? Yeah. 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 So that was a, that was a big one. What else? Anything else?
1: I have one more. I, I'm sure there's, yeah, I mean, there's, a lot, really more, go through. Right, there's yeah. a lot more. Right. There's a lot more. I'm really, truly grateful for so much this year, but, uh, one thing that stands out to me that I want to share is I'm so grateful to be able to see such intentional faith uh, in practice among Mm -hmm. God's people. Mm -hmm. Because I think we had gotten to a point pre pandemic, pre 2020 of really toxic complacency. Yeah. Muscle memory, yeah. Maybe I'm going to church. It's Sunday. That's just what I've always done, so I'm going. And you might say, "Well, that's better than nothing." Uh, objectively, yes. Mhm. But God can make something so beautiful out of something so so terribly broken, and I I have experienced few things more broken than the church's response initially to the pandemic. Yeah. Um, it's, it has really broken my heart and been so difficult to, to reconcile and then to communicate to the people why we closed our doors. And, um, but you have to obey and, and trust that God has a plan. And, um, you know, so once we started to open back up again, first it was, what did the governor say? We can have 10 people. Well, <laughs> listen, Mr. Cuomo, we, we get a lot more than 10 yeah. people would come to daily mass, let alone Sunday mass. So we, you would hope that he would know that. But mm-hmm. um, then it was 25% of the capacity of the building and then um, up to 50, right? So yeah. Um we're we're now at a point where our doors are open um and people have been coming and it's been more and more every weekend and it's been really beautiful to see there has been no spread of any yeah. uh disease there's been so and that's because everyone is being considerate mm-hmm. and careful and and taking whatever right. precautions are necessary it's not to say we ought to be cavalier or um as father gregory pine op of, uh, God-splaining fame might say, uh, not to be swashbuckling (laughs) about it, (laughs) but point is we're open. One priest I heard the other day said that, uh, you know, they were making phone calls and and one of the parishioners just recently said, Oh, is there church again? Oh no. So, you know, maybe people don't realize that. So here I am telling you we're open and, and we'll, continue to be because you know certain certain things are worth the risk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It could be a risk just to get in the car and and get on the road to go to mass. Forget about a pandemic, right? You take certain calculated risks, again not in a in a, a cavalier way, but certain things are more important. The the health of the soul, one might argue, is more important than the health of the body. Considered alone, right? right. Of course, right. the two go hand in hand right. and can't really be separated. That, that's a false dichotomy. Um, but to see those who have come back, yes. because there are many who I think saw our response and said, well, they're telling us it's not important. So any shred of um, obligation I might have felt, uh, forget that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm almost glad that happened. You know, because it, it's it's um, it's fulfilling what Jesus predicted, right? Mm-hmm. The, the winnowing of the chaff, the the separation um, of the sheep and the goats, and yeah. uh, not to be harsh, just to say, He told us this would happen, and it's happening. We're yeah. seeing those who are true to Him, who are faithful, who are, and, and that's not to say anyone with a really a, a legitimate concern health wise and all. Sure. I, not in any way, any way to shame. Right. Those folks. Uh, I would never, ever, ever want to do that. Right. But for those of us who, I really think the vast majority of people who are who are, are healthy and um you know not at any really high risk of of um such uh dire fate, yeah. right? Can make the effort and take that calculated risk and come in, and worship God. Right. Keep holy the Sabbath. Right. Um so those who are doing that you see in them. And and I see it, you know, in you guys, especially your kids, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not just saying that it's, it's really beautiful to see the looks on your children's faces at mass. They are locked in, you know, because they know (laughs) they, they have this great faith that this is Jesus. This is the most important thing in my life. Yeah. Maybe they wouldn't necessarily articulate Articulate that 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 way. way. Right. But, but um, so anyway, I'm just so grateful, you know, that, uh, God is bringing to light and nurturing a very beautiful, very intentional faith among so many of his people. And we pray that that will continue to spread. Um, Kind of returning us as then Cardinal Ratzinger predicted back Mm -hmm. in the day, that we would see a smaller church. We'd see more of an apostolic kind of a scene. Yeah. But from that, we'll grow something really beautiful.
2: Right. Absolutely. Because the the ones that are there are um are committed yeah and
1: they really want to be there
2: want to be there and are more likely to share that and be able to um like evidence it to other people to be able to because they're, they're truly living it so um when the majority of people you know are not going and and you're the odd family or the odd couple or the whatever um that's that's going, it it makes a statement, right? You know, like, oh, you're going now even during the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, because it's that that's important, you know. So yeah, I'm grateful for that too. And and I'm grateful that our kids can see that. That um and they see what's interesting for them is they see the families also that are living that. And I think it's given us an opportunity also to see um, where our community can be too, Yeah, you know, and I'm grateful for that because, um, maybe that wasn't as important before, but, um, I think it's really important for them to see other families doing the same thing. So should we stop there? Should we wrap up there? Yeah. What do you think?
1: I'm also grateful that my family has agreed to break with tradition oh, this gosh. year.
2: I, I can't get behind the Connollys and all their odd <laughs> dinner choices. <laughs> you don't have pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving.
1: This is going and to now be now you're not friends, having Friends, this is going to be the greatest <laughs> Thanksgiving the Connolly House has ever had. This is because rather weird. than enjoying a turkey, we're having steak. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's just not right. Foul. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I couldn't help mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. yes, I'm not one who will often um, support breaking with tradition, <laughs> no. as you know, but no. in this case, well, it's a small group of us, first of all. Yes, I know. It's just and a so few of us. It's my, my, my for... brother, John, my parents, my grandparents, and hopefully Brian, right? Um, that big old bird takes a long time. Yes, and a lot of work. Yes, and then if you're going to have the turkey, well, you've got to have all of the many side dishes. Of course, I, you have. I said, "Mom, Dad, what do you say?" This is
2: so dramatic. Are, are you
1: Are you with me? <laughs> are you with me? Let's break with tradition. Tradition. <laughs> let's Let's enjoy. I said, I will be very thankful for a nice piece of steak.
2: <laughs> oh, and they just love you so much. They said, "You yeah. know what? Anything." They for said, you. "Yes."
1: Father Michael, because they call me father. They no, they, they don't. They call
2: you <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Father Connolly. Yes, Father Connolly. They say,
1: Yes, the Reverend Michael Robert Connolly. Um
2: do you mean Mickey Bob?
1: <laughs> Since you're our favorite son, we will um you No know.
2: <laughs> I'm telling.
1: No, they didn't say that. Not in so many words. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they still went with your steak option. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they asked my brothers, and you should have seen their faces. They
2: were excited, too. They
1: both said, "Um, do you really think we're going to have a problem?
2: I know. I mean, like, turkey is okay. It's not that exciting, right? Nobody really gets behind turkey.
1: If you're putting that much time and effort into a meal that you're more excited about cutting up and putting on a piece of bread the next day. Okay. Right?
2: Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. But, hey, I'm not anti-turkey, okay? This is a, a... a good thing for those who will enjoy it. It's not a matter of faith or morals. So, <laughs> but okay. So,
2: so, so I can, I can kind of see this, but the, the dessert options.
1: Well, that's, that's nothing new though. And, uh, you have ridiculed me now for too long. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can folks, uh, weigh in here yes, on, please on, do. on Facebook or something. Do you have to, like pumpkin pie, I mean, I personally do, but couldn't it be seen as sort of like a, you know, a, a
2: it's it's delicious, it's delicious.
1: Oh, well, I agree, but not everyone does.
2: They're wrong. So <laughs> 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 they're just wrong.
1: Well, you tell Ruth Ann that
2: <laughs> Ruth Ann, we got to come to a compromise on this one. <laughs> Although well. you made that delicious apple crumb cheesecake. I are you going to recreate that?
1: I will at some point. Not for Thanksgiving though. There's going to be too much other stuff. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, yeah,
2: I'm making a pumpkin pie. Grandma's making an apple nice. pie. Very traditional here. Tradition, tradition. <laughs> All right, now that the lawnmowers are going, <laughs> the trash can the trash yeah. guy came by. I mean, we maybe should stop.
1: Okay. Recording outside. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. (laughs)
2: Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Thanks for listening to Raising Saints. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and learned something about the faith, the church, and God. Most importantly, we hope you've heard God's voice as he calls out to you in love, as he calls you to a friendship with himself, as he calls you to be a saint. Until next time, God bless you.
2: back.